What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. Lie Cycle is a lithium-ion battery recycling company based in North America. It's in the process of merging with a SPAC called Peridot Acquisition Corp, ticker PDAC. The business combination is expected to close next month in August 2021. And the ticker symbol is expected to change to L-I-C-Y. In this video, I'm first going to give a high-level overview of Lycycle. Second, I'm going to go over my bull case for the stock. Third, I'm going to go over my bear case. And fourth, I'm going to go over my game plan on how I plan to invest in the stock and the warrants. All this right after... I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, my channel is primarily about investing in the stock market. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it, as it truly helps out the channel. And be sure to check out my Patreon if you wanna get more insights into my SPAC portfolio or my growth-oriented long-term portfolios, or if you just wanna support the channel. And also be sure to check out my free Discord to talk about SPACs and other stocks with other members of the Wolves of Investing community. So without further ado, Let's get right into it. Lycycle is a lithium-ion battery recycling company based in North America. They developed a patented spoken hub technology that can recover up to 95% of all lithium-ion battery materials. According to their presentation, most legacy recyclers average around 50% recovery rate. But other competitors such as American Battery Metals Corporation, ticker ABML, and privately held Redwood Materials, which is run by Tesla co-founder J.B. Strabell, tout that their own recycling technologies can recover over 95%. So what is Lycycle spoke and hub technology? The spokes are facilities that Lycycle is strategically placing near their customers so that they can easily source the batteries to be recycled. Their spoke technology has been developed to take in just about any kind of lithium ion battery in any shape and in any state, and should even be able to take in solid state batteries in the future, assuming solid state batteries ever become a real thing. Lycycle's spoke uses a mechanical process to separate out the battery into black mass and other intermediate products that can be recycled. 
Black mass is a powder substance which contains a variety of metals, including cobalt, nickel, copper, lithium, manganese, aluminum, and graphite. And the black mass is really going to be at the core of Lifecycle's business. Lifecycle's patented spoke technology is supposed to make it extremely easy for customers to recycle their batteries with little to no preparation. The black mass from the spokes can be easily and safely transported to the hub. So what is the hub? The hubs are facilities where the actual recovery of materials from the black mass will be recovered. It will use Lifecycle's patented hydrometallurgical process to extract lithium carbonate, cobalt sulfate, nickel sulfate, and manganese carbonate. Lifecycle's spoke and hub technologies provide up to 95% resource recovery, produce no solid waste or wastewater, create zero impact air emissions from the process, and use far less energy than any other existing solutions. It's important to note that its spoke and hub technologies have only been developed and validated at pilot scale at their demonstration facility in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. At commercial scale, they have two spokes in operation, but no hubs yet. Their first commercial scale hub will be built in Rochester, New York, and is expected to be completed in 2022, and ramp up is targeted to start by early 2023. This hub is expected to cost around $175 million to build. On the feedstock supply side, Lifecycle has multiple partners. One notable partner is Ultium Cells LLC, which is a joint venture between General Motors and LG Energy Solution, in which Lifecycle will purchase and recycle up to 100% of the scrap generated by battery cell manufacturing at Ultium's Lordstown, Ohio site. Lifecycle also has offtake agreements with Traxxas, to whom they will sell their recycled end products. Lifecycle's five-year rollout plan is to have three spokes and one hub in North America, six spokes in Europe, and 11 spokes and three hubs in APAC and China. Now let's take a look at the financials. Lifecycle only generated $792,000 in revenues in 2020 and had a net loss of $9.276 million. So clearly, they are an extremely early stage company. Despite this, they are projecting $264 million in revenues in 2023 and $958 million in 2025. And as always, I look at these SPAC projections with a high amount of skepticism. Next, let's take a look at the SPAC transaction summary. Assuming no shareholder redemptions, at $10 per share and 167 million pro forma shares outstanding, the post-transaction equity value is projected to be $1.665 billion. Post-transaction, they expect to have $566 million in cash. With no debt, that leaves us with an enterprise value of $1.099 billion. SPAC public shareholders will own 18%. Peridot founder shares will own 5%, Pipe shareholders will own 19%, and the existing Lifecycle shareholders will own 59%. Alright, so I didn't go over the entire investor presentation, but I'll leave a link to the presentation in the video description. 
and I encourage you to check it out if you're interested. So what is my bull case for the stock? Personally, I do believe in the need for lithium ion batteries to get recycled in order to support electric vehicle growth. And in my opinion, it does seem like Lifecycle can be one of the winners in this space. However, I don't think that it's reasonable at this point in time to project that they can go from less than $1 million in revenues in 2020 to $958 million in 2025. So to give myself a margin of safety, I'm gonna cut that total in half and project that they can achieve $479 million by 2026. If they can achieve this amount of growth and assuming there's not too much competition, I would use Albemarle as a comparable. Albemarle has a PS ratio of 6.55. Because Lifecycle will be doing something that's extremely innovative, I'm gonna give them a higher premium of 10X for their PS ratio. This would give Lifecycle an estimated market cap of $4.79 billion in five years. PDAC closed at $10.71 on Friday, which would imply a post-merger equity value of $1.78 billion, assuming no SPAC redemptions. So in my bull case, I'm targeting a stock price of approximately $29 in five years for a return of 169%. So what is my bear case? The main bear case that I have is that the company only made less than $1 million in revenues last year, yet their projections are extremely optimistic. Because of this, I think there could be a significant risk for them to meet their projections. There's no telling if their spoken hub technology will work effectively at scale. If it doesn't, there could be significant downside to the company's stock price. So what is my game plan? To me, until Lifecycle starts generating at least $100 million in annual revenues from its hub, I consider Lifecycle a very high-risk binary bet. Because of this risk, at this stage in the game, I don't plan to put any more than 1% of my investment capital into this investment idea. I also own some shares of ABML, which is one of Lifecycle's competitors, which I also consider to be a high-risk binary bet. So I really want to be careful and keep my risk at a manageable level. I already own some warrants in PDAC that I bought prior to the target announcement, and currently my warrants are down. So for my currently owned warrants, my current plan is to just hold them until they turn a profit, assuming they actually do turn a profit. If the warrant somehow dipped below $1.50, I may try to buy up some more as a high-risk trade. My bullish price target on the warrants is approximately $6.50. With an exercise price of $11.50, this means that the stock price would have to reach $18. When the stock trades over $18 for 20 out of 30 trading days, that's when I've usually noticed companies start the early redemption process. So that's typically when I wanna get out of my warrants at a profit so that I don't have to deal with the warrants expiring on me. And if you wanna know more about warrants, be sure to check out my SPAC warrants basics video where I answer most beginner questions on warrants. As for the stock, I might also consider speculating on the stock if it were to fall below $8 per share. All right, so let me know what you think about Lifecycle. Are you planning to invest in Lifecycle? 
Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching and I will see you next time.